0: Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. Well, the National Centers for Environmental Prediction say that they believe that Monday this week was the highest average surface temperature recorded on Earth since records began in the late 1970s. In other words, looking at the average temperature around the entire planet, the average was just over 17 degrees Celsius. That may not sound very warm, but consider it includes both the North and the South Poles and is an average planetary temperature. And you can see how important this number could actually be. To Fadzwa Mabaudi he is an honorary research fellow at the University of KwaZulu-Natal School of Agricultural, Earth and Environmental Sciences. Uh, Professor Mabaudi, good morning and thank you for your time this morning.
1: Uh, good morning, Stephen, and thank you for having me.
0: How significant is this? This is an average temperature. Uh, the researchers say it's the highest average temperature they've recorded.
1: It's quite significant given all the warnings that we've been hitting or receiving up until this point regarding the warming of the Earth's surface. The fact that over the period between 2011 and 2020, we've seen about a 1.1 degree Celsius increase. And also recently, earlier this year, we got message that, you know, in the next three years, we are likely to breach the Paris target of 1.5 degree Celsius warming. So it's quite uh, a huge message in, in terms of global warming. And I guess it's, it's kind of saying the chickens are coming home to roost.
0: So, I mean, for years we've had this, you know, this target of keeping, of keeping temperatures sort of the, the rise below one and a half degrees. Is this the number to look at, the 17 degrees Celsius number? Is that the number that this is all based on? Because I, I realize this can be quite contested.
1: Yeah, it can be quite contested, but it's, it's generally the number to look at. Uh, there are various numbers based on how far back you go in terms of record keeping. Uh, the NCEP's records are going back to 1979. Others go back to 1900s. But generally, these are the numbers that we need to be looking at in terms of the long-term averages and how those temperatures are shifting away from the long-term average.
0: It's been explained to us on this program in the past that the northern, temper- the northern hemisphere can have higher temperatures in their summer than the southern hemisphere and therefore uh, more extreme weather events because there's more land there and the land heats up more than the sea. Is that the reason, I hope I've explained that correctly, is that the reason why this average temperature has happened during the northern hemisphere summer? It's happened in July.
1: It's a combination of, of various factors, really. There's also the, you know, the fact that we are in an El Nino, which has just commenced. So the World Meteorological Organization was also issuing a notice that we are now officially in an El Nino phase. So that means already we are in a phase of warmer temperatures uh, across the globe because of the El Nino. And also importantly, uh, to understand that this is happening within the context of a climate-changed world. So you've, you've got those three, elements that yes, naturally it would be warmer in the northern hemisphere now, but we have this El Nino, which also warms up the planet. And then this is all happening within the context of a climate change world. So put those three together, then you can see the implications of it all.
0: Um, You talk about the World Meteorological Association and their uh, prediction 90% chance that we're now in an El Nino phase. For us, that also means we're likely to have a drought after all the rain we've had over the last uh, two, three years. Does that also mean the drought is likely to be more extreme than droughts we've had in the past or not necessarily?
1: Uh, Not necessarily. Uh, There are two sets of predictions that we've been having so far this year. There's a general consensus that we are going into an El Nino uh, phase. And then there have been earlier predictions that suggest that it could be a strong El Nino or what others are calling a super El Nino. And those patterns are usually associated with extreme drought in our region. Like in 2015-16, when we had the last strong El Nino, that's when we had our worst drought ever. We also had the highest or the hottest year on record during that period. So importantly, government and everyone should be taking lead and getting prepared uh, for this upcoming season and the possibility of you know lower than average rainfall and drought in many parts of south africa
0: i remember that that's in joburg you saw temperatures of around 42 43 degrees celsius um we've seen in canada partly because of climate change these massive wildfires they've been unable to put them out that's resulted in smog uh, and and smoke moving all the way south through the united states to places like new york city for example when you have an event like that so you have this a huge amount of smoke does that also then uh, sort of mean that you actually have higher temperatures as a result the smoke makes things hotter too in other words global warming creates more global warming
1: so generally you you know one of the greenhouse gases uh one of the greenhouse gases is carbon Um, So, when you've got smoke, you're releasing that very gas into the atmosphere. And depending on the areas that you are burning, you know, that also influences the amount of, you know, carbon dioxide releasing into the air. So it has implications. It's sort of like, sort of cyclical. One thing adds to the other and then exacerbates the whole situation. And the same thing with these warmer temperatures that we're experiencing. They create those risks of wildfires, and then you get those wildfires happening and this situation. It's very dry; the soil is very dry. It makes it very difficult to control the fires under those sort of conditions. You've got that pollution that you've mentioned, and we've not even touched on the implications on human health uh, of all that air pollution that happens during those times.
0: Thank you very much indeed. Professor Tafadzo Baudi is an honorary research fellow at the University of kwazulu School of Agricultural Earth and Environmental Sciences. 27 minutes after six.